Hello, dear friends. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. If you recognize the theme song, you know what time it is. It's time for a Bible study uh, brought to you right from the Word of God. And I pray right from, therefore, the heart of God as we, in, as we implore the Holy Spirit to come and lead us and, and tell us what God wants us to know today from His heart, through His Word, by His Spirit. Amen. Now, my part in this is to yield to the Holy Spirit to bring the Word of God to you. His part in all of this is to take that Word and place it Beyond your head, deep within your heart. The wonderful thing about getting this word in your heart is it will grow up into your head. And then you will find peace of mind as your heart is permeated with God's peace. Well, we're talking about the blessing of the blessing and what a, what a, a teaching that we're inspired by the Holy Spirit to bring to you going in and moving forward in this new year. The blessing of the blessing is beyond our our verbal uh, intellectual ability to express but we're going to bring scripture to you today and we want the result of all of this teaching when i say we i believe i'm speaking with the father's heart to you today we want you to know your god blessing is upon you today and because of that you can and will overcome overwhelming circumstances in your life praise god you can claim and proclaim the blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to read from Psalm 3 as we continue uh, to explore the blessing of the blessing. Hallelujah. Listen to it. I want to give you background on Psalm 3 before we go forward. It's a Psalm of David while fleeing from his son Absalom. Fleeing because Absalom wanted not only to take his father's throne, but he wanted his father assassinated. He wanted his father killed so there would be no threat to retake that throne. How this hate got in Absalom's heart is unclear, but the devil didn't begin to operate uh, only in the New Testament. We don't see him in his operations as much in the Old Covenant, but in the New Testament, we understand there is an enemy. And a lot of what is occurring on this planet right now is the direct and distinct result of his influence in our world today. And it didn't just begin in the New Covenant or the New Testament, but we began to understand it better because there's more information about his activity and his devices in the New Testament we know one thing is for sure. There was a battle without, and there was a great battle within. An enemy without, and an enemy within. Because not only was David threatened militarily, and personally, and physically, there was a threat of his broken heart, that it was his own son influencing his own countrymen to rise up and come against him. He had to flee his temple. He had to go into the wilderness, running for his life and dwelling in hiding. Because 
Absalom was dead set on destroying his dad and taking away his throne. This is the setting for the writing of Psalm 3. Listen to it. It says, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be that say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. Selah. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Listen, if you're in deep depression today because of a circumstance in your life that is overwhelming you, David said, God is a shield for me. Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Verse 4 says, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. He heard me out of his holy hill. Salah. I laid me down and slept. I awaked, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousand of people that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Verse 8. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Selah. I want to read verse 8 again. Salvation belongeth to the Lord. Deliverance belongs to God. Help from above. Divine intervention. It all belongs to God. Because thy blessing is upon thy people. In the time of trouble, we need to claim and proclaim that we are blessed of God. His blessing is upon us. And as we said in previous broadcasts uh, of this Bible study, uh, that, that the blessing of the blessing is the greater blessing than anything else the blessing offers us. The Bible said of the blessing, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. And here David's courage is coming from a, an acknowledgement of the blessing of God that is upon his covenant people, not just on David, his chosen king, but upon thy people. I I love that. You would think that sometimes the blessing is just for some uh, unique people, some special people. But the blessing of Abraham, the blessing that God pronounced upon the nation of Israel was upon every single one of them. I want to tell you something today. The blessing of the Lord, if you're a Christian, the blessing of the Lord is resting upon you. And in the time of trouble in particular, you need to claim and proclaim the blessing of the Lord. One translation of verse 3 to this very dejected, depressed man was, Lord, you're the one that lifts my head high. You know, there's another psalm that says, it says that, 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 Lord, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. 
Lead, lead me when my heart is overwhelmed within me. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou, O Lord, art a refuge for me, a hiding place from mine enemies, a deliverer. Praise God. In other words, help me to claim and proclaim the blessing of having God's blessing already pronounced upon my life. Uh, listen, listen to the, listen to the past tense in statements here. He's in trouble. They're after him. He's hiding in the wilderness. But listen to verse seven as he claims and proclaims the blessing. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou hast, not thou will, I hope you might, maybe you will, for thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth to the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. I like in the midst of trouble here, Jameson, Fawcett, and Brown says, David uh, is in great distress and with confidence implores God's aid and anticipating relief, he offers praise. He doesn't wait for the circumstance to change to begin to praise God because he has claimed and proclaimed that he has God's blessing upon his life. David had an enemy without, but David was no stranger to facing overwhelming giants and armies. This was no Philistine giant nor mighty army. This was his own son. And the army that followed him was David's own countrymen. David now had a greater threat, the heartache and the heartbreak, discouragement and despondency. Listen carefully, because this is crucial to your and my victory today. In order to defeat the enemy without, we must first defeat the enemy within. So David looks to God. See, that's what it said. When my heart is overwhelmed within me, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou, O Lord, has been a refuge for me, a shelter for me, and a refuge from mine enemies. One commentary reads, He lifts me from despondency. Despondency means dejection and hopelessness. I like what Matthew Henry said. Absalom formed a conspiracy against David, his father, to take away not only his crown, but his very life. David was now in great grief when in his flight he went up to the Mount of Olives. He wept greatly with his head covered, marching barefoot. He wept greatly. I want to stop here for a minute as we consider these words and this this kind of heartache and heartbreak. A friend of mine, everyone will find themselves in this place through a circumstance because we live in a fallen world and we live in a faulty body. And, and we, we have an enemy, uh, uh, that, that not only does he personally work against us, but he motivates people to work against us. And sometimes it's people very close to us. The scripture said that our enemies would eventually become they of our own 
household. It spoke of the closest relationships within our family, a father, a mother, a son, a daughter, uh, the, the, the disagreement, the problem, the heartache that's going to come. You know, if I meet a stranger on the feed and on the feet on the street and he curses me out and, and, and he tells me he hates my ministry and hates my guts and doesn't ever want to hear me again. I, I'm sure I'm human. I'd rather not hear that, but I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. But if a dear friend does the same thing, someone very, very close to me, it will rend my heart. It will break my heart. So that's why we need to understand in the deep despair and discouragement from hurt and pain, we do not find the courage to trust God for the deliverance we need. And that's when we need God's personal help to do that. When I first read, when my heart's overwhelmed within me, lead me to the rock, I thought about someone encouraging me to trust the Lord. But this prayer is not about someone helping David to trust God. This is asking God for help to trust himself. Listen to me. It's very important because sometimes you will find that someone will be sent to you. You will find a dear friend. You will find someone who will, who will stand with you like an armor bearer in the day of battle and say, whatever's in thine heart do for I am with thee. But in the event that you find yourself standing alone, God wants to help you to trust him and David knew God would come through and God would help him so he said when my heart's overwhelmed within me lead me and he's saying this vertically lead me to the rock father lead me to the rock God lead me to the rock that is higher than I for the Lord has always been a shelter for me praise God David was now in great grief read that again when in his flight he went up to the Mount of Olives, he went greatly with his head. He wept greatly with his head covered, marching barefoot. He wept and prayed and wept and sung, wept and believed. There's a great truth we're finding here. While being emotionally shattered by a circumstance of life, a Christian can still exercise faith in the heart. David's enemy taunted him. Listen, listen, what it says in verse 2, Many there be that say of my soul, there's no help for him in God. One translation reads, God will not rescue you. God's not going to come through. God's not going to hear you. Does that sound familiar today? When we feel dejected and overwhelmed, Satan shouts, God will not come to your aid. You are too weak. Your faith is too small. You are not worthy. It's hopeless and you, therefore, are helpless. But listen to how David responds. When he's going through this, sensing this, hearing this, David proclaims the Lord in his power. Listen to verse 3. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I want to stop right here and say something. This is one of my very, uh, very strong beliefs that the shield of faith 
is based on God protecting us, God's blessing pronounced upon us, God's promise to not abandon us down here, to leave us on our own. I, I, I don't like the, the, the implication that my faith, based on my ability to believe and to be on a mountaintop at any given time, is, 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 is the, the real foundation for my victory. Because if my faith begins to waver, have you ever heard the expression, if you can't run with the big dogs, stay off the porch? If you can't take the fire, stay out of the kitchen? A friend of mine, I don't have to be on a mountaintop. I can be in a deep, dark valley. But thou, and utilize my shield of faith. Because my faith is in his faithfulness to keep his covenant promise to bless his people. And part of that blessing is to show us his deliverance in the time of trouble. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, I want to say this again. Listen to me. You say, well, if you're in a deep valley, your faith must be so small, your faith has wavered. Yeah, you're right. My faith has been diminished by my emotions. My circumstances make me feel overwhelmed. And if I stay discouraged, I won't use that little bit of faith, oh friend of mine. Didn't Jesus say if you had faith <laughs> as a grain of mustard seed? You see, it's not the quantity of faith. That mountain of faith needed to move the mountain. It's the quality of faith. Because it's not faith in my faith to believe that strongly. It's faith in God's faithfulness to love me that strongly. And to not let me go. Praise God. Amen. Oh, friend of mine, what a wonderful discovery when you know that the Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is a shield for you and your glory and the lifter of your head. David is not exercising the power of positive thinking, even though he's certainly beginning to think positive. David is not into self-help or pop psychology. David is looking to his God for deliverance. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, protecting me from the enemy without, and the lifter of my head, delivering me from the enemy within. Listen to Psalm 11 in verse 1. It says, In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye to my soul, Flee as a bird to your mountain? Why are you telling me to run uh, to a mountain to hide myself? I like one modern paraphrase of Psalm uh, 11 and verse 1. It said, I've already run for dear life straight into the arms of God. <laughs> so why should I run away now when you say, Run to the mountains? Oh, friend of mine, I like that. I'm going to read that again. I've already run for dear life straight into the arms of God. So why should I run away now when you say run to the mountains? You see, the Bible says in the Old Covenant, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it. <laughs> Amen. And are safe. That word safe means because it is a strong tower, it is a 
high tower. And it means that we are lifted above the enemy's access to us. He would love to harm us, but just like God shut to the mouth of the lion for Daniel in the lion's den. Friend of mine, this world has become a lion's den. It's filled with demons and devils. We are in a lion. Oh, we are in a lion's den without a doubt. But we need not fear because the Lord is a shield for us. God is our protector. God is our defender. God is our provider. Praise God. And in the spite of all the fearful things and the fretful things, He's the lifter of our head. Amen. Running to God when threatened is not running from the devil. God is our shield. His power and faithfulness. Even when we are weak and helpless, He loves us. He loves us. He will not abandon us. We can't read this psalm without being reminded of the great hymn by Martin Luther. A mighty fortress is our God. Amen. Hallelujah, bulwark, never failing. I love that great song, that great proclamation that God is our refuge. God is our strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. David prays to the Lord in faith. Listen, he said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me from his holy hill. And David committed himself to God's care and found rest for his soul. In verse 4, I laid me down and slept. I awaked, for the Lord sustained me. And David became bold and confident. Listen to verse 5. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves round about me. Now, this man who, who had to run for his life had every reason to be fearful. But once he proclaimed the blessing was on his life, once he claimed and proclaimed the blessing of God being his source, God being his shield, God being his protector, he dealt with that fear. You see, David said, what time I'm afraid, I will trust in you. This is not fearlessness as if there's nothing that will ever cause fear to come upon us. It's managing that fear by claiming and proclaiming the blessing of God's promise to provide and to protect His covenant people. <laughs> so he said, fear came, uh, but I'm not afraid anymore. I have claimed and proclaimed God's faithfulness. <laughs> Hallelujah. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves round about me. And David declared the absolute faithfulness of God in verse 7. He said, salvation belongeth to the Lord. Mm, thy blessing. Thy blessing is upon thy people. You see, this God with such awesome power and supreme authority has committed himself to his people in covenant love. 
Hallelujah. Right now, in the 21st century, right where you are, if you've accepted Christ as your Savior, if you will put your trust in Him, He will become to you what He was to David of old. And you can say, Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. And hope will take the place of helplessness and peace will take the place of that fear in your life. Amen. And now I want to emphasize this. You know the New Testament says, it says, In all things with prayer and supplication, let thy request be made known unto God with thanksgiving and the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. And, and it's, it's clear to me in that scripture that we have peace in direct, uh, in direct uh, amount of the trust that we put in God. If we put all of our trust in God, we will have a peace keeping our heart and mind. Whatever you commit to God <laughs> and you give it to Him and you trust Him with it, peace will fill that place where fear once dominated your life. And it's a peace that passes understanding. It's a peace that arrives before the circumstance changes. So once that peace arrives, because you've trusted God with it, then you can believe God for the change to come, and you can wait upon the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because you know it's coming. <laughs> Amen. You, know, you don't know how. You don't know how. You don't know when. But you know it's coming. And that's when the patience arise and the peace prevails in your life. And you can stand your ground with part of that mighty armor, your shoes, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, because now you are claiming and proclaiming that peace in your own heart and your own life. Amen. <laughs> David said they were out to kill me. You know, you could you could walk the floor all night with an army hunting you down and not knowing if they're going to find you in the middle of the night or at daybreak. But after he committed it to God and claimed the blessing of the blessing, he said, I laid me down and slept. I awaked. <laughs> it didn't happen. That that I feared didn't come on me because I traded that fear for God's peace and God's assurance for the Lord sustained me. Friend of mine, God wants to sustain you today. God wants to sustain me today. And oh, how we need the blessing of the blessing that we might both claim it and proclaim it. Praise God. And when we do, surely the benefit of that blessing that David claimed and David knew was upon him. Thou hast broken the teeth of them. Thou hast, thou, hast, thou hast defeated mine enemies. They don't know they're defeated yet, but they're going to find out. I haven't seen the way out of this circumstance, but I know that my God is the way out. And I put my trust in Him. And uh, by the way, the enemy didn't carry out 
what he wanted to do against David. And Absalom, terrible, terrible thing that happened to him is his hair, which was his glory, caught in a tree limb as he rode hard after David, looking for David, and broke his neck and killed him. The army in disarray recognized God is still with David. Let's reconcile and recognize that the blessing is on David. Let's follow the king with the blessing. Blessed him to destroy Goliath. Blessed him to lead Israel to victory after victory after victory. And friend, even blessed him to be forgiven when he failed, when he sinned the great sin and restored him. Oh, there's so much to the blessing of the blessing. And today the great blessing of salvation can be yours if you don't know Jesus as your Savior. Please don't run from Him anymore. Run to Him. Let Him embrace you. And let the blessing of forgiveness come upon you. And the blessing that follows, the blessing of the Father's watch care over your life. You need not fear God anymore and you need not fear man. You need not fear death or destruction because God is with you from that moment every step of the way. And what peace will now keep your mind and your heart through Jesus Christ. Christian, it's time to claim and proclaim the blessing of the Lord in your life. And come back next week. Let's talk about Jesus.